Power Radio presents the Dr. Julie Show, all things connected. Break through the illusion of separation, explore the infinite field of possibility, and make connections that inspire. Now, here's your host, Dr. Julie Crawl. Hello and welcome everyone. You're listening to the Dr. Julie Show, all things connected, and I'm Dr. Julie Crawl. Hey, imagine here, how do you know what you know? And what do you believe and why? And what is your purpose? What do you think about the world of tomorrow? And can a shift in your perception of the world change your life forever? Yeah, change how you interact with the world and others. We're going to talk about all these things and so much more today. So I invite you to take a few deep breaths. Bring your awareness into this moment. Open your mind. Connect with your heart and settle into your essential self. Today we have a very special treat for you. We have two guests and I want to introduce my first guest to you. Dr. Cassandra Veaton is president and CEO of the Institute of Noetic Sciences. She's a licensed clinical psychologist, co-director of the Mind-Body Medicine Research Group at California Pacific Medical Center Research Institute and co-president of the Institute for Spirituality and Psychology. Her research has focused on spirituality and health, development, and pilot testing of mindfulness-based approaches to cultivating emotional balance and factors, experiences, and practices involved in psycho-spiritual transformation to a more meaningful, compassionate, and service-oriented way of life. I encourage you to get on the website and view her whole biography. She is amazing. But for now, I just want to welcome her. Welcome, Cassandra. Thank you so much for having me. Oh, thank you. Thank you for being here. I'm so excited. And, you know, I have a traditional perennial question here on the Dr. Julie Show, so I'm going to start with that, and I know you're going to love it. Um, because it's what you live, eat, and breathe. So the, the, let's get this kicked off with Cassandra. What does all things connected mean to you? Well, I think there's a range there. Of First of all, um, you know, we know that on this planet, everything is interconnected and interdependent in a very material or... Um, physical way. And that what I mean by that is that every choice that you have made today, including what you decided to wear, uh, what you decided to eat, um, the home or the place that you live in, any kinds of um, decorations or any carpets, you know, every single aspect of what you have chosen to interact with in your life has a long chain of ripple effects out into the world. So even when I eat an orange, you can think of the hundreds of people really who work together to bring that orange to me, both on, you know, and you can look at the positive sides of it, you know, the beautiful craftsmanship that went into maintaining the orchard of the, you know, the orange grove to also the more negative side of it, maybe what kind of pesticides needed to be used to keep the pests off of the grove and then um, leached into the water stream, which then affected the ocean. So there's that physical level of how really everything affects everyone else at some level. And then there's a more, I guess you could call it spiritual aspect of interconnection, 
which um, is immaterial um, or less material than we understand it. So physics is just starting to um, delve deeply into that realm of interconnectedness at sort of a subatomic level. But in general, that realm of being connected is experienced subjectively, sometimes in peak experiences or in states of deep contemplation or meditation where people feel the boundaries of their bodies dissolve or they may feel a sense of oneness with everything in the universe. Um, And that is as important, I think, to our evolution and well-being as that physical sense of interdependence. So that's what I think of when you ask that question. Mm, thanks. Thank you. And I appreciate both of those responses from the physical and non-physical um, because really that's a good introduction into ions because what ions does is bringing this research of consciousness into the world and then really helps us really anchor it and ground it into the material world so we can we can literally see it so we're bringing that unseeing into really fascinating ways so let's just let's dig into that what is ion why don't you give us a brief history of ions and and what you're doing sure well the institute of noetic sciences and noetic is simply uh, it's the greek word for inner knowing so and science is the word we use for external knowing or observational knowing when you can measure it in the material world. So when you bring those two together, you're looking at the um, bringing together the inner experience with the outer experience, these two different ways of knowing. And so the Institute IONS was founded over 40 years ago now by the Apollo 14 astronaut Edgar Mitchell, who was the sixth person to walk on the moon. And on his way back from his mission, he was in the window seat of the space capsule, and he's out in, you know, this floating in this unbelievable star field, and you can imagine that the stars seem twice as bright and ten times as numerous when you don't have the filter of the atmosphere that we look through. And so there he is rotating in the capsule and viewing the Earth and the sun and the moon and the stars over and over, and he had this overwhelming sense of feeling deeply at one with everything he saw where he recognized at a very certain authoritative level that his, the cells and molecules of his body were made up as, of the same molecules and as made up the space capsule and the stars and the earth and the sun and the moon and this kind of sense of belonging in the universe and and complete connection with everything he saw, um, accompanied by a sense of bliss and, you know, feel that beautiful feeling of feeling at home and understanding that there is some, I don't know, order, intelligence, divinity shining through everything. Um, and then he also recognized, as he viewed the earth from space, that when you look at the earth from space, there are no boundaries between countries and We've built those as humans, and we've also caused uh, quite a bit of the suffering that takes place on the planet, both for ourselves and for all beings and the degradation of the environment through our limited human consciousness. And so he realized that um, the kind of ingenuity and genius and creativity that had taken him to the moon needed to be applied to this worldview issue. It needed to be applied to the inner 
realm of our experience. And so sometimes Edgar will say what the Apollo program did for outer space, IONS is doing for inner space. Mm, I love that. That's beautiful. And so he inspired, he's, he's pulled together IONS. You've been on the planet for a long time and you're doing amazing and exciting research. Let's, you do research with consciousness and healing and work with transforming our worldviews, extended human capacities. Melissa, what's exciting happening at IONS right now? Well, we basically, um, overall, we do three different things. We investigate the further reaches of human potential and um, extended human capacities, the role of our consciousness and healing, and how we can have deeply profound transformations that change everything in our lives, both individually and collectively. And then we take what we learn from our research and translate it into applications, uh, innovations, tools, curricula that help people apply this in their everyday lives. So whether it's someone wanting to apply consciousness in their own personal life or in their family, neighborhood, in their school or in their city, or if it's a professional wanting to bring consciousness into the healing professions or business or education, we're providing these ways that are evidence-based that people can, um, I'd like to say, sometimes re-enchant their world. You know, there's a way that Currently, our healthcare and our education and our business system have been sort of sapped or sucked dry of the heart and the soul and the beauty and awe and wonder and mystery of life and become these sort of very um, dry, material, um, reason-filled endeavors. And that is good that we have um, that logic and reason and intellect and left brain permeating these things, but we almost need to re reinstate the balance between that side of things and the heart and soul and emotion, intuition, um, those kinds of really beautiful, mysterious aspects of life that uh, really for the, for the last 400 years we've said, well, let's just leave those to the side and focus completely on the material world, material success, reading, writing, and arithmetic and disease and drugs and surgery and making money and, you know, accumulating goods, um, that approach to life is quite limited and it's causing destruction in our own bodies and in our communities and in our world. And so um, overall what IONS is trying to do is right the balance by investigating the inner world, finding out things about our human potential, the way the mind has an influence on our body and our intentions and um, thoughts can have influences on each other, even, you know, while we're with them, but also maybe at a distance. And some of our research even showing that our minds might be able to have some influence on physical reality. So um, people who say experience synchronicities, you know, sometimes when you're really on the right track in your life and you're going down a pathway that's the right one, you start to have these uncanny synchronicities where, um, things start to go right and you get into some sort of flow and things happen that seem to be almost unexplainable. We think that there might be some actual basis in the structure of reality that could explain those synchronicities. So that's the kind of thing we're investigating in our laboratory. I'm really excited that we have now seven scientists who are working on various aspects of the 
neuroscience, genetics, psychology, social science, um, computer engineering, and clinical research, all these different ways of looking at how does the mind affect the body? Is there any connection between the material in the spiritual world? And in what ways are we all interconnected? Is it true that when you have a sense that someone you love is in trouble far away, is there any possibility that that's not just imaginary, but it's actually true? Mm. And you guys have come up with really a, a full body of research that's exciting Um Many people throughout that history have written incredible books with a lot of, of this same information in it. What's the most exciting, um, let's say, if we're going to do this consciousness shift or really have people shift their perception of the world that, that could change it forever, what's your favorite thing that you like to teach and introduce to people? Well, I think um, in a few minutes you're going to be bringing on uh, Katya Peterson, who is our Director of Education, and um, I'm very excited about a program that we've developed based on our many years of research called Worldview Explorations, and this is a program for kids um, and youth, and this is a program where we basically bring experiential exercises and educational materials into classrooms and after-school programs and youth groups asking kids to have a moment to step outside of just the um, reading, writing, and arithmetic sort of uh, memorization of information and, you know, history and science and all of these things that are really important and to step back and ask themselves, how do you know when something is true? Um, Who are you really? What is your awareness? Is it possible that what you perceive in the world is filtered somewhat by your past experiences and your upbringing. And is it possible everybody else's view is filtered also through their past experiences? And what would happen if we all took off those glasses and started to look at each other in a new way? This curriculum is very exciting to me because I think the kids are really ready and willing to have their minds opened to a broader perspective on what's possible and their own capacities. And one of the ways we like to put it is um, you can really feel like a a pinball in a pinball machine just being bounced from one experience to another. But through this program, we help kids understand that they have a lot of ability to author their own futures by understanding the power of the stories that they tell themselves and how that impacts how they perceive the world, but also how they behave in the world. Mm. Oh, thank you for that. That is a beautiful introduction. I'm going to introduce Katya in in just a second. But I want to thank you, Cassandra, for joining us today and for really bringing your beauty and mystery and wonder and awe to our listeners so that we we are all open to that new sense of balance with, with that logic and reason and then the mysteries of life. So thank you for serving IONS and, and contributing to our show today. Yeah, and thank you for the beautiful work you're doing. And I hope that everyone listening can join us for our international conference, which will be based in Chicago, which I think is where you're based. And um, it'll be beautiful. It's July 22nd through 26th. And it's a wonderful way to get immersed into noetic science and this beautiful community of people who are living into a new way of being. 
Great. And one one time before I introduce Katia, give us your website so listeners can find more about you. Easy. It's noetic.org, N-O-E-T-I-C.org. Excellent. Okay. Thank you so much. All right. I thank you. I so appreciate you joining us today. Sure. Thank you. Now I'm going to introduce our next guest, which um, you got a sneak peek from Dr. Veeton. We're going to introduce Dr. Katia Peterson, who is joining us today as Executive Director of the Education for the Institute of Noetic Sciences. Dr. Peterson is a clinical psychologist, author, training expert in improvement strategies for education, business, and community organizations. She's trained over 65,000 educators and thousands of parents nationwide in the integration of social, emotional, and academic learning. And she's a firecracker that anyone would want to learn from. Hello, Katia. Hello, Julie. It's wonderful to hear your voice. Oh, thank you. It's wonderful to have, hear your voice, and I'm so glad you joined us here today. You, you know what? I am going to ask you the same perennial question because I think it really helps to set this conversation into that bigger piece. So I'm just going to have you start with what does All Things Connected mean to you? Mm, To me, uh, it's all about community and transformation. Um, It's truly, uh, um, on a personal level, um, is when I wake up every morning, I ask the question, uh, what is my intention as to how I'm planning to spend my day? Um, I bring my awareness to what surrounds me, my sense of community, what my purpose is for the day, and uh, how can I bring the, um, the tools and practices that I teach every day uh, into my own life? How do I expand my knowledge and pay attention to my own personal development um, and my evolving self as I am connecting to every human being that I meet along the way, to the people who cross my path that I believe is very intentional, is not an accident. And, um, you know, every, every little gem and every uh, beautiful magical moment that I can take in and learn from because we are, after all, such an interconnected world. And um, that's what that means to me. Mm, Thank you. Well, you know, you do a beautiful job. Um, I love how you talk about connecting with others and and really setting your intention and mindfulness every day. And when I think of your work and your role leading the, we call it the WE Project, right? What is Worldview Worldview Explorations? You're leading Worldview Explorations and teaching children all over the, the globe, really, a lot of these same concepts. Let's talk about that. What is the WE Project? What is Worldview Explorations? Well, the Worldview Explorations is a research-based experiential program for middle school kids, high school. We have tested it with college students as well. And, um, and uh, we have 22 uh, beautiful um, uh, lessons that are interactive, practical um, that teach tools to the kids that they can take with them um, to use as they navigate through life. Uh, the lessons include self-reflective practices, project-based group activities, 
and they can be integrated into existing classroom subject areas to make it easier uh, for the classroom teachers if that's how we're using it. It's also designed to be used for after-school programs, which I love. Um, and I'll remind me to talk a little bit about the Boys and Girls Clubs uh, to share how they have integrated into um, their life skills program. Um, what I love about this program specifically is that we take the holistic approach. You know how many different um, areas of concern are out into the world and different programs dealing with bullying or um, drug addiction, alcohol, um, and the list goes on and on. So what I would like to uh, believe is that we, we created a program that not only teaches kids about perspectives, the power of their worldview, how they experience the world through their own lenses and understanding their world through the lenses of another human being, uh, but also um, by giving them the series of um, 22 lessons that uh, they have an opportunity to practice very specific uh, skills and tools, that allows them then to be able to respond um, to different challenges that are, they are facing on a daily basis in life with grace and integrity and total intention of how they can become um, sort of the, the authors of their own story as well as the drivers of their journey in life. Because mm. the reality is adults are not going to be with them 24-7. So we need to um, ensure that what they are learning is something they can apply to their lives, that it has relevance to their lives, uh, regardless of where they are and what they are faced with. Um, so uh, the program itself is divided into three sections. The first one is self-awareness. I don't know any human being who doesn't find it helpful to be able to um, take a deep breath, slow down enough so that we can pay attention to ourselves. Where are we in life journey? Uh, what are my strengths? What do I need to continue to learn and grow from? Um, what are my gifts? What are my talents? Uh, what are my concerns? And then we move into building healthy relationships and getting a better understanding in terms of what that means. What is my support system? How do I create one that is a healthy support system? Uh, what does it mean to have a sense of compassion and understanding, not only for myself but for other human beings in our planet? Um, deep listening, what does that feel like and look like and sound like? Uh, it's not enough to tell kids, be respectful. I think we need to unpack it and give them an opportunity to experience what that means. And once we go through the second part with all these beautiful skill sets, then we finally go to uh, part three, which is all about engaging with the world and inspiring our young people to want to make a difference. Not because we want them to, not because it's a requirement, but because by that time, they're looking around with a whole different pair of glasses and lenses, and they have expanded and transformed their own worldviews to the point that they're saying, wow, I am experiencing uh, the world in a very different way than I have before 
and I want to make a difference. And here is where my passion is. And I'm looking for a group of people who would like to join my cause uh, so that I can go out there and make it happen. And the one thing that touches my heart every time is when I ask the question, what are you passionate about? What drives you every day when you wake up? And uh, the adults have a much uh, more difficult time answering that question than the children. Uh, For them, it's almost a no-brainer. They absolutely love going through this process. Mm. We just have a few minutes before our break, Katya, but what kind of responses do you get from the kids when you ask them that? They say things like what drives me every day is uh, when I look at homeless people in my community, when um, I hear the terrible news uh, about our planet, about the war, about innocent people being hurt because of war, uh, and I feel helpless, and I want to do something about it. And um, I'm just a kid. And I tell them, don't ever use that word. You're not just anything. Um, so let's join in this effort of community so we can uh, learn from one another. And there's incredible power in, in children, in their uh, inspiration and their creativity that we can tap into to make a difference, and that's what they love. The other thing they love is what they call, what we call um, this beautiful reset button of teaching them how to meditate and how to ground themselves, how to slow down enough so that they can breathe deeply, think through and reflect on what's going on, and base their decisions on that. And the kids love to know that there's an internal reset button um, that they can access no matter where they are. We can talk more about that after the break. Yeah, that's a great tool. Um, I'm just curious before the break here still, does the program, does Worldview Explorations then assist them in moving forward in in creating these new projects or is it just helping them identify who they are and, and their purpose? No, part three is actually engaging them into um, uh, reviewing and, and researching what other young people have done in the world to make a difference. And once we go through the inspirational stage, we talk specifically about how do you identify what you're passionate about? How do you reach out to find uh, a group of people who want to join your passion and your effort? Then they, uh, they learn how to investigate, how to set up their goals, how to go out there into the world and make it happen. And then they have to test their assumptions and come back and share what they discovered, what inspired them, what surprised them, what shook up their world, what totally changed their perspective about um, their experience, through that experience, And then what would they do differently uh, as they move forward in their journey? Wonderful. You know what? I know a lot of adults who would stand in line to get into this program. We're going to take a quick break. You're listening to the Dr. Julie Show, All Things Connected. When we come back, more with Dr. Katya Peterson and the Institute of Noetic Sciences.
Have you ever lost a cat? And have you ever wanted to get your cat back after you lost it? Hi there, I'm Andrew Hoffman. I went on this website called inventnow.org. Then I decided to make an invention of my own. It's called the Lost Cat Magnet Invention. So you can get your cat back after you lost it. Just turn it on and lost cat stick to it. That's a good cat. If your cat was hiding up in a tree, it won't be up a tree anymore. It will be stuck to the lost cat magnet. And sometimes they fly toward you in the air. Just listen to one satisfied cat. <coughs> See, that's proof. You should go to the inventnow.org website too. But just remember one thing. Don't do a lost cat magnet. Anything's possible. Keep thinking. Get started on your own inventions or just play some games at inventnow.org. Brought to you by the U.S. Patent and Trademark Office, the National Inventors Hall of Fame Foundation, and the Ad Council. Come to the forest. It's a place not so far away. A place where you don't have to mow the lawn. Or babysit. I saw lizards and squirrels and bugs. Ladybugs, caterpillars. It's really cool, actually. A place where you don't have to make time for free time. Lots and lots of kinds of species here. Out here, you may even meet the mysterious creature known as the other you. The enchanted you. It's magic what flowers do. The adventurous you. My favorite tree, yes, is that one. The free-to-be-me you. <laughs> Ask your parents to take you to this not-so-far-away place. Come to the forest, where the other you lives. But first, stop by discovertheforest.org. A public service announcement brought to you by the U.S. Forest Service and the Ad Council. Do you get tired of styling your hair every day? And do you want a good hairstyle every day? Hi, I'm Sarah Schuster. I went on a website called inventnow.org. And after that, I decided to invent something too. Something called the Insta-Do. Just imagine, you just put it over your head like a helmet does, and you pick your hairstyle with the buttons on the side, and you can have instant hairstyle in seconds. People like it. People like Jeff Bart. I like it. And people like Kenneth. It's this helmet thing, and it fits over your head, and it's Thank great. Thank you, fun. Kenneth. You should go to inventnow.org, and it could help you come up with your own invention. After all, look at me on the radio now. Anything's possible. Keep thinking. Get started on your own inventions or just play some games at inventnow.org. Brought to you by the U.S. Patent and Trademark Office, the National Inventors Hall of Fame Foundation, and the Ad Council. Now, back to the Dr. Julie Show. All things connected on Empower Radio. Welcome back. You're listening to the Dr. Julie Show, All Things Connected. My guests today are the brilliant leaders of Institute of Noetic Sciences, and right now I'm talking with Katia Peterson. I want to remind you that you can go and find out more about these programs and all their upcoming events at www.noetic.org. That's N-O-E-T-I-C.org. And if you want to listen to the replay of this, feel free to visit our website, thedrjulieshow.com. And you can listen to the archive. Again, that's thedrjulieshow.com, and all the archives are there. And stay connected all week with our Facebook page. I know IONS, the Institute of Noetic Sciences, also has a Facebook page, so check that out. 
Katya, before the break, we were talking about your program, the Worldview Explorations, and I want to open the conversation up bigger, but you reminded me to talk about the Boys and Girls Clubs, and I think that that's a really important piece I want to bring in, too. So let's talk a little bit about that. What were you wanting to say about the Boys and Girls Clubs? Well, before I jump into that, I wanted to read you just a a little statement because you had asked me what are some of the responses we get from our, uh, our students. And this is from a high school student who went through the course. And I want to read you really quickly uh, his statement at the end of the project. Um, Consciousness is all it takes for one to transform and transcend above the obstacles we face in life and to really see deeper into the beauty of life that surrounds us wherever we go. That is only if we're mindful of it and if we dare to open up our eyes. This is a high school student. Isn't that mm, beautiful? It makes me want to go out and teach your curriculum. I think it's incredible. Thank you, Katya. It's a beautiful thing, and I get inspired by it every day, um, by the children, by the adults who actually uh, have been teaching it and taught it, and, and I'm happy to say that... Um, uh, up to date, we we are now in 18 countries and 34 states uh, in the United States, and um, we're learning something new and fresh and amazing uh, every time I have a conversation. And this is my driving force and my inspiration to continue. So. Um, it, You're also it's in just, private schools and public schools and after-school programs, right? Yes, and charter schools, and it's for anything. It's gifted, for, you know, it, it really is extremely adaptable uh, for any school. And I'm also happy to say, because one of the biggest concerns that schools have is where do we find the time to make uh, make sure that we include something else when we have so much on our plate? So we we spend a lot of time aligning uh, worldview explorations with Common Core, 21st century skills, social emotional learning. So rather than being an add-on, it becomes something you can infuse as part of daily practices and daily academics. Mm. So going back to the Boys and Girls Club, um, I am so excited to say um, we were in five clubs um, this last few weeks um, in the San Jose area uh, with middle school students, um, and um, they are leaders, they are Boys and Girls Club uh, counselors. They adapted the program as part of their life skills um, initiative. And one of the greatest gifts that I heard were given to us was literally three weeks into the program, they, the adults started saying, we can't figure this out. We don't know why this is happening, but um, the impact that, it ha- that this program has on kids is unbelievable. And I said, how so? Because I want to learn, you know. They said they're, they're adapting the language, the vocabulary, their behavior changes, um, the way they treat one another, their ability and willingness to take on the skills from the program and very readily, without even questioning, use it is uncanny. Well, to me, it's not a surprise because I think our children are very ready. 
And when people say, we need to uh, teach the kids how to become the leaders of tomorrow, I have an answer for that. I believe that our children are more ready than ever. They already uh, have ideas and creativity and all about what to do in the world. We need to get out of the way. We need to open up our circle and invite them in and listen more deeply to their concerns and their ideas and, and their willingness to do something. But they're also saying to us, don't just tell us how we messed up the world. Don't tell us that we have to do something. Give us the tools. Give us specific ideas of what we can do um, to make sure that we move forward as, as leaders. And so uh, one of our dreams and uh, one of my ultimate goals is to reach out on a national level to all the Boys and Girls Clubs so we can bring this to the children and, uh, and their leaders. So please, if you know of anyone who is interested out there in your community, um, get in touch with me. Let me know. Um, let us know here at IONS of how we can support your efforts. And we have a complete approach of how we can support you train their leaders, um, have ongoing support during the implementation phase, and all the children get a, certif a certificate at the end. So we had our first 125 uh, graduates last week, and uh, it was beautiful and powerful, um, and the children are uh, so excited. These are particularly um, interesting group. They are from underserved communities. Uh, children whose families um, come from a poverty level and normally they would not have the ability to go to camps uh, and experience something beautiful like this. And so we are giving it as an option for their summer to, um, to include an offer for children who would normally have not had this experience. And uh, I'm delighted by it. So um, we're hoping we can continue to expand and grow. And these children are now going to become our 125 ambassadors. And their uh, cost for this summer is to touch at least one child to teach them the skills we have taught them. Uh, and so those children can touch the lives of others and we can use the power of community to expand. Mm, that's beautiful. I just want to remind everyone who may be listening out there to pay attention. If you know someone in the boys or girls clubs, connect Katya with the leaders, connect the leaders with Katya at, it's Dr. Katya Peterson at the Institute of Noetic Sciences. That's a beautiful goal. And wow, what an impact that will make. Oh, it will be amazing. I, uh, last year, we touched the lives of approximately 15,000 young people. And when I tell them at the end, they always say, what would you like from us? What would you like us to do? I simply say, get paid forward. Find someone else to touch their lives. Imagine if one of them, you know, touch one child, it will be double that. And before we know it, will be in the thousands. And I'll give you an example of a little tiny a town in Massachusetts uh, where we managed to touch the lives of 11,000 kids in their community. Wow. Um, the ambulance um, used to visit on a regular basis two to three times a day 
the school district because of the bullying and um, um, and the physical um, problems they had with kids. And all of a sudden, we have 11,000 young ambassadors who are going into the community making a difference. Um, and uh, another story I would like to share is in Cleveland, we had um, a group of children who were suspended from school. And I truly believe that uh, rather than punishing our children, we need to be proactive. We need to support them and give them the tools to shift the way they make change, uh, choices in their lives and to shift their perspectives in the way they interact with the world. And uh, these children went through the program and a week shy from getting their certificate and graduating, um, unfortunately one of the members of the group uh, was shot and killed. And it was because of a drive-by shooting, nothing related to that child. Um, because of their actions. And when I spoke with the kids, uh, they said to me, you know, Dr. Peterson, any other time we'll be out in the street seeking revenge. And because of this experience, we will not be out in the streets um, changing lives and teaching the schools uh, to the children the tools that we learned because now, rather than seeking revenge, we want to be in the business of saving lives. Mm. Beautiful. Beautiful. Yes, I agree. Beautiful. Wow. Powerful. You know, I so I'm going to put the plea out to our listeners that not just those with boys and girls clubs, but if you want to bring this to your town in public, private schools, um, charter schools, whatever, mm-hmm. again, connect connect those community leaders in education with IONS. And we'll remind you of that. It's www.noetic.org. You know, one of the things I really appreciate, Katya, about IONS is that you are doing this incredible research. And really, there's mind-blowing research for a lot of adults who really are understanding consciousness so different than what they've been accustomed to most of their lives. But you're not only doing that research, you're really translating that research into education and applications, programs, uh, just really, like I said earlier, down-to-earth, grounded materials that people can put their hands on, experience, and, and move forward. And I know you do that in a lot of ways. Let's, let's talk about how else you're doing that. You have a conscious aging program. You have a mindful motherhood program. You have the um, Death Makes Life Possible. There's so much, not just for the children, but for adults as well. Exactly. And, and I'm very proud to say that um, we don't stop in the investigation and the findings. We, we like to say that we manage to translate, really, um, our powerful findings from the research into practical application to create uh, design programs for every stage of life, uh, beginning with a beautiful program um, that Dr. Vidden, that you heard in the morning, uh, earlier today, uh, Mindful Motherhood, which is a meditation-based book and training for pregnant women and um, that continues after they had their babies. Um, and it's a beautiful, beautiful way to teach them really about how to stay grounded. How do you go through that journey of motherhood? Um, and, and what a beautiful way to be able to uh, to address that 
and and study what happens to um, to mothers when they are really paying attention and they are very mindful um, during their pregnancy and beyond. And how do we they reduce their stress? How do they improve their mood? How do they enhance the connection between who they are as individuals and their babies? Um, so that's a beautiful program. And then we move from there to, of course, a worldview exploration program for the younger uh, children, which I would like to say we are also uh, in the process of um, raising funds because we would like to translate uh, the worldview explorations program for um, for healthcare organizations, for the boardroom, for communities. The adults who are experiencing worldview explorations and teaching it, they are coming to us and saying, "Whoa." I'm learning so much personally about this. I'm adapting the skills that I'm trying to teach the children. So ultimately, we are going to translate this program uh, for adults. And, and then we have our Living Deeply program, which came out in 2008. And um, we have transformative workshops uh, that is based on over a decade of IONS research. And uh, it's all about the transformations in consciousness and how do we each, uh, in a very mindful way, take the time to live our lives um, much, de- much deeper and, uh, and in, in a purposeful way. Uh, we also have uh, At Home Within, another beautiful program, which was created at IONS that improves the wellness of residents of homeless uh, shelters. Uh, and I love the name, At Home mm-hmm. Within, so regardless where these homeless people happen to be, isn't that incredibly powerful and beautiful to know that inside of themselves we're giving them transformative practices that they can use regardless of where they happen to arrive and to see themselves as incredible human beings. We also have Consciousness and Healing and it's, uh, it's a set of online continuing education uh, course for professionals um, and um, who continue to advance the inclusion of consciousness in the practice of health and healing. Um, the spiritual and religious competencies for clinical practices is also a new book um, that has been completed by our own President uh, Dr. Vidden and her colleague Shelley Scammell, uh, and is based on research about the importance of spiritual issues in mental health care. And the book will be published this August, so uh, watch out for it. Mm. And of course, all the way to the other side of life, um, you know, we have conscious aging. And I, I want to take just a couple of minutes about our conscious aging. Facilitator, facilitator training program uh, because it's pretty um, special. It's all about inspiring our seniors to celebrate uh, their, their life's journey. And it's not about um, the celebration. It's also about harvesting their wisdom because of all the experiences they had along the way. And how do you take that wisdom and experiences and share them with others? So rather than becoming isolated, 
they feel part of a community. They feel connected to uh, other people. In the culture where I grew up, I'm from the Greek island of Cyprus, our elders uh, continue to be the wise people of our community. They carry that with them until the day they die. And they're never uh, put aside. And um, we don't have such a thing as nursing homes. So we, we take care of our elders. So for me, the Conscious Aging Program is truly about um, celebrating and, um, and giving the respect to our elders' wisdom. So they, uh, we have an actual uh, training program. Um, if people are interested, they can sign on, find out more about it online. They can become Conscious Aging Facilitators. It's a self-paced program that we have, and uh, they can go out into the world and teach it themselves. Um, so, um, again, it's, it's an incredible program that uh, allows people to discuss how we can all thrive well into our elder years. I love it. I love it. And, you know, you even talked about some surprises that I wasn't aware of. The at-home within is, wow, how beautiful is that? You know, there's so much here, Katya, and, again, I want to just encourage our listeners to check you out at noetic.org. But many of our listeners today can go out to the conference you have coming up. You have a um, annual conference, the Institute of Noetic yeah. Sciences. You're hosting it in Chicago. Let's talk about that for a few minutes in case anyone's interested. What might a participant um, experience if they go to your annual conference? Let's talk about that. Well, the first thing they're going to experience is going to be a very evident sense of community and interconnectedness. And you can't help feel the buzz and the energy uh, of the people who show up. It's, it's sort of like uh, a reunion in many ways hmm. of uh, people feeling that sense of coming home, even for the people who come for the first time. Uh, and that, to me, is, is exciting. Uh, so this is not going to be only a place where people are going to sit back and listen. Uh, it's going to be very interactive. There are going to be a lot of experientials. Um, one of the things that we are very excited about is um, we have a, a team of young people here at IONS that have been working very hard with a project called Next Gen, and they're bringing together um, young people uh, to the conference who are going to be not only presenting their ideas and share their wisdom, but also uh, bringing uh, people of all ages together to have meaningful conversations. And that's something else that you can expect from the conference, people coming together in small groups, in large groups, uh, to not only experience the power of story and conversation, but also the co-creation of um, bringing our stories together and creating a new story for the world as we know it and the world that we would like to see. Mm. You will also experience the beauty of story of our uh, own Dr. Uh, Edgar Mitchell and many, many uh, incredible um, people who are going to be presenting. 
Beautiful. You have a, a, a magnificent list of people who will be presenting in Chicago. Again, that's July, what is it? 20, I know it's right before my son's wedding. It's 20, <laughs> 20 July 22nd through the 26th, and it's going to be at the Hilton Oak Brook Hills Resort. Uh, we are also going to offer a two-day intensive training um, on worldview explorations for anyone out there who is interested in becoming a facilitator, um, we, and as well as a conscious aging um, uh, intensive training exactly the same days, 21st and 22nd. Um, that way, we, people who want to participate in the conference, they can come um, get their experience with the two programs, and then they can also participate. And I really don't want to leave without sharing that also uh, Dr. Marilyn Schlitz will be uh, presenting, and uh, she's the creator of Death Makes Life Possible, which is a- another one of our beautiful programs, and you can check in more details online. But uh, the film came first, uh, a feature documentary film, and as of recently, uh, she has an accompanied book, and you'll find that on our bookstore. Um, and all of this information and material, you'll also uh, be able to find at the conference. Mm, thank you. You know, you said something a few minutes ago that I'd love to close with. We just have a few minutes here till close, Katya, and, and you were talking about co-creating a, a positive new world, and we like to talk about dreaming into that new world, dreaming it into being and co-creating a positive future. So I'd like to close with asking you, what is your vision for the future? Where are we going and how are we getting there? <laughs> Well, uh, my vision for the future and through the work at Dions and my personal journey, I would love to say that I see us moving people from that sense of despair um, to a sense of hope. I think we need to challenge our assumptions, our attitudes, our way of thinking and being um, in terms of the world as we know it today. And um, and look at everything through a whole new uh, set of lenses. Let's say, uh, let's tap into the wisdom and the things we know. Uh, let, we cannot work in isolation anymore. We need each other. We need to put aside whatever egos we have and uh, holding things and knowledge close to our vest and say, let's share that. Let's uh, stay uh, interconnected and together, I truly believe that we uh, can make a huge contribution and difference and we can accelerate our ability to shift the way we want to see our world be for our children, for our grandchildren. Um, and uh, call me an optimist, but I see our world being able to move that direction right now. I feel it in my being. I, I see it in the eyes of everyone that I work with in every age. And we're ready. The time is now. The shift is already happening. And we need to choose to get on board. And the best way to do it is to be present. And every challenge that comes our way, rather than feeling the despair, just ask the question, what am I supposed to learn from this? How can I address it? Whom can I reach out to so I don't have to deal with it alone? And mm. what can I contribute to the bigger whole? Mm. 
Oh, Katya, I love you, and I love your voice and your energy and your world-changing optimism. Thank you for that. And thank you for sharing you. everything with us today. I really appreciated having you on. It's my pleasure, and I hope that um, we can meet again. I look forward to it. And please, uh, to your listeners, feel free to touch base with me. I'm very accessible. I love to have conversations. Email me, call me. And I'll be happy to answer any other questions you may have. Mm, thank you. You've been listening to the Dr. Julie Show, All Things Connected. We've been talking with Dr. Cassandra Vitan and Dr. Katya Peterson with the Institute of Noetic Sciences. Thanks for tuning in. We'll see you next week. Bye-bye. 